<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The Rose Bowl is less than two weeks away. Murph, do you think it's getting enough hype? From WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Whew. You okay? Better than Steve Harvey. Whew. Man, these, uh, they can't even keep these on the shelf at Shields. That's cool. Look at this. Look at this growler. A Rose Bowl growler. Put the name Rose Bowl on something right now, and it sells quickly. Mm. Hot topic tonight as we sound off. 515-282-9010. The Panthers upset the number five Cyclones at the Big Four Classic. Great it's, game. Uh, yeah, it's Iowa State's first loss. But many fans say they can feel it coming. Was ISU overrated as a top five team? What do you think? And the Hawkeyes make plays at crunch time and turn back the pesky Bulldogs. It's your chance to sound off. It's December. Conference play hasn't even started. But let's overreact to the Big Four Classic. It's more fun that way, and hey, we could be right. Every Cyclone fan I know has worried about this team's lack of consistent effort, even with Iowa State in the top five. It's like last year's stretch run stuck on repeat, and we all know how that ended. ISU tends to start slow, fall behind, and then play frantic catch-up in the second half. Living dangerously often works for Iowa State, but not always. The Cyclones are good, but not invincible. Remember the scene in Bull Durham where the manager is frustrated by lollygagging? And Crash says, they're kids. Scare them. Well, Steve Prohm has seemingly given his Cyclones room and respect. We understand why. But after 10 games and 9 wins, it's clear more defense and better effort are musts for a deep tourney run. As George Niang said after scoring 30 points, quote, we do it to ourselves. We heard that last year, too. Northern Iowa has now beaten two top five teams before Christmas. That will look pretty good on the Selection Sunday resume. To paraphrase in purple, the late, great Johnny Orr, you and I just beat the number one and number five teams in the country. In case you want to put that in your paper. Wes Washpun had a career night. He outplayed Monte Morris, and Morris is one of the nation's best point guards. Wash pun fears no one, and that's fun to watch. Can a guy earn a scholarship in one game? Nicholas Bear did. The walk-on from Bettendorf scored 13 points, seven rebounds, six blocks. The Bear. Bear. Get the Bear a scholarly. Bear helped Iowa shake Drake. Jared Utah picked up two quick fouls and then sat 15 minutes. That's a long time to leave your best player on the bench. May need to trust your senior captain to play smart. 
So the Big Four Classic is in the books. Two interesting games. Wish we had a title game today. John, overreact. Keith, I think the Big Four Classic is a great event, but I'll be honest. I'm not a fan of the atmosphere. That's nothing against Wells Fargo Arena, but there was zero energy during the Iowa Drake game. Yes, the event was sold out, but when 40% of the tickets are Iowa State fans who don't show up until right before their game, that's not a sellout. Empty seats all over during that first game. The Big Four Classic isn't going away anytime soon, but I much prefer games in the home arenas. Hilton, Knapp, Carver, and McLeod, much better atmospheres. UNI has two wins over top five teams. Makes you wonder how in the heck the Panthers lost by double digits to Richmond and New Mexico. The Spiders and Lobos are solid mid-majors, but we've seen how good UNI can be. I think expectations are still very high for Iowa State, and they should be. How many teams around the country can say they have a preseason All-American, reigning conference defensive player of the year, and one of the top point guards in the country? Not many. But right now, something is missing. They're lacking depth and consistent defense. They better get it fixed soon, as the Big 12 is right around the corner. Earlier this week, when asked about Golden State, Fred Hoiberg compared him to the 95-96 Bulls, and he doesn't think any team will ever be as good as the Bulls. He's right. I love watching Steph Curry shoot and the fast-paced Warrior offense, but they aren't Jordan's Bulls. No, they are not, but they sure are fun to watch. You were, at the, uh, you were at the Big Four Classic, so mm-hmm. when was it at its quietest? That first half, Iowa Drake? First half, for sure. Yeah. Even, even a little into the second half as well. There's just not a whole lot of energy in that arena when, there's, when it's not uh, down to the wire game. And, and, and there were a lot of empty seats. You saw some of it sure. in that first half. A lot of Iowa State fans didn't show up until 545, right before their game was going to tip off. The UNI-Iowa State game was especially was entertaining. Yeah. Becky is in Bondurant. Uh, Becky, what are your thoughts on the Cyclones here at 9-1? Uh, and one? Still ranked number five, but uh, sure to fall in the polls. I think by after Christmas, they might not be in the top 20 because they're probably going to get beat by Cincinnati. But wasn't Steve Prohm saying he was going to improve their defense? Uh, that is yep. supposed well, to be a point of emphasis, and and uh, it's it's still needed. It's not yeah, there yet. The intensity's not there, is it, Becky? It's worse than last year. I mean, they had to well, these three-point shots from you and I. They had to make a zoom clear back to find an Iowa State person even in the area. It was embarrassing. Becky, thank you. It, it sounds odd, John, to, to complain when the team is 9-1 and one and lost to a good Northern Iowa team on mm-hmm. a neutral court. That, that should not be forgotten here. But it does seem, as you said, like something is missing. And Steve Prohm has given these uh, guys, it's a veteran team, a lot of room. But now he might have to do the old throw the bats in the shower Bull Durham scene and scare them a little bit. Got to get their attention. Yeah, you, you got to do something because, look, this is a lot like uh, the Iowa football season when they're 10-0. and 0. These types of teams and seasons don't come around very often, okay? Iowa hasn't been to a Rose Bowl in 25 years. They're going back this year. When's the next time Iowa State's going to have a team loaded with this type of players? As I mentioned, top point guard in the country. You've got a preseason All-American. McKay is the reigning defensive Big 12 player uh, of the year from last year. These guys, most of them are going to be gone next year you got to take advantage of it now. There has to be a sense of urgency. John, don't you think I want to drink from a Final Four growler? Of we all do. do. Let's get uh, here. Dodger Denny is in Fort Dodge. Dodger Denny, your thoughts on what you've heard? Well, uh, first I want to say, wish you and your, your family and John's family a, a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Denny. Thank you. And, uh, okay, that was a good game. 
and I don't think Iowa State's overrated, but UNI is a good team, and they they just didn't play up to their potential, but they'll they'll get better. And you and I, you got to give you and I a lot of credit. They played well. So. They played really well, and they shot the lights out, Dodger Denny. Thank you. Uh, we still have Paul and Ankeny with a Rose Bowl prediction. Cheezer, of course, is going to join us tonight. Doug will be with us in a bit, but right now it is time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges, Jennifer in Des Moines says new Iowa State offensive coordinator Tom Manning looks like actor Chris Elliott. What do you think, Old Spice? That's a good one. That's really good, yeah. Jeez. And it was really good that Old Spice could find the same picture. They're both wearing a hat. (laughs) Nicely done. A Tom in God's country, which is Ankeny, according to Tom. Uh, He's just being cruel with this picture. That takes a moment to digest this look-alike. Ooh, five days. Now, this is probably going to come down to Old Spice's fandom. Old Spice, what do you think of this? Mm. Oh, yeah, he votes that down. Let it snow, man. If the sound of that bugs you, then you're bugging me. Like us on Facebook, Sound Off Nation. Caleb writes, the Panthers have a great team this year, upsetting the Cyclones and Tar Heels. Crazy. Brent says, last time a team went undefeated was almost 40 years ago, so it was bound to happen. Talking about the loss. Lost to a good team on a neutral court. Big deal. Greg writes, ISU deserve to be defeated by UNI. With this win, UNI deserves to be ranked in the top 25. You knock off two top five teams, you have earned that respect. Yeah, Northern Iowa had never done that before, defeated two top five teams in the same season, and it's not even Christmas yet. And now a word from Steve Harvey. I think I had a little Steve Harvey moment myself. <laughs> I got caught up in the Miss America pageant, but yeah, I, I do. Uh, you and I beat George Miss Universe. Mason. Miss Universe. Yes. Yeah, you and I beat George Mason. They lost to New Mexico by double digits. Meant to say you and I lost to New Mexico. They beat George Mason. So. And, and you meant to say Miss Universe, not Miss America. Meant to say Miss Iowa, Miss Universe, <laughs> Miss World, Miss Earth. Christmas comes in five days and snow nowhere in sight. And that is what's bugging Andy. Well, here we are, guys. Christmas week. At least I think of it as Christmas week. It doesn't bother me that not everyone thinks of it that way. But what does bother me is the fact that not everyone agrees on the way this week should look. It should look like this. Instead, it looks like this. (laughs) Now that's what's bugging me. How could you not like snow? I'm not talking about the heavy, wet stuff that we get in the middle of April just as we're all dying for spring. I'm talking about beautiful, light, fluffy stuff that turns a state that's all brown and ugly in the winter into something more like this. I mean, how could anyone not want a white Christmas? Listen to our man Bing Crosby. He sang of a white Christmas just like the ones he used to know. No one sings a song about a Christmas that was nice and muddy or nice and wet. No, 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 no. Santa goes with snow. Christmas sweaters go with snow. The snowmen, the sleigh rides, the reindeer, they, they all go with snow. I don't like to listen to people complain about December snow. I mean, if you can't like it now at Christmas, then what are you doing here? It's the Midwest. It's like listening to people at Disneyland complain about all the kids. 
I don't like snow. Well, then fly south, you gaggly old goose. If nothing else, it gives you an excuse to stay inside and keep fondling your iPhone, which is something we all seem to be looking for in this day and age. But you should go out and enjoy it. I mean, snow doesn't make the roads dangerous. Cars do. Shoveling isn't fun, but it's the only exercise that many of us get all winter. And without it, there's no skiing, no sledding, no snow forts, and no images like this. The ones that we, as Americans, as Midwesterners, heck, as Iowans, talk, write, sing, and go on and on about for the rest of our lives. So ladies and gentlemen, I implore you, let it snow. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. We all know Christmas Vacation is a classic Christmas movie. Well, everyone but Mr. Movie, Mike Woody. But what about non-traditional Christmas movies? Oh, we've got those two. Who's in your five is next, plus Ian from Ottumwa. Before we begin... Follow us on Twitter, at SoundOff13. Number one Cyclone Fanatic fan says, need to play to better perimeter D and move around down low to secure boards, period. Also, spacing was a huge issue, issue needs addressed. Jake writes, I'm not worried if it takes a team to shoot 60% from three and us to shoot 20%. It's only going to happen one out of ten times. George Wright seemed to be an overreaction to one game. You and I made some very tough shots. Their point guard had a career night and still a two-point game. You and I fan Corey responds to whether this year's Panthers will be as good as last year. Won't be on the same level until the young bigs mature. No real inside game, which means we live and die by the three. All right, who's in your five? That's a Christmas movie? Okay. Yes, Christmas movie. Number five. The Ref what? with Dennis Leary. This is funny. This is a Christmas movie. Number four, Bad Santa. Oh, not, buddy. Not for kids. Number three best, that's a Christmas movie? Lethal Weapon. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. That's, that, a, that's a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie. Number two, Trading Places. <laughs> that's a Christmas movie. And the number one, that's a Christmas movie? Movie is Die Hard. <laughs> right? John, isn't that John McCain? Is that, is that, John McClane. McClane. John McClain. No, not John McCain, the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> John McCain's not in that. John McClain. Ian is in Ottumwa. Uh Ian, I understand you're a UNI Panther student. What do you think of your team? I think it's a Panther state. That's what I think. <laughs> but, no, um, I think that we're the real deal this year. Um, our bigs do need maturing, but they play with just enough uh, intensity out there to obviously shut down the Cyclones. You, you, think, um, you think this team can kind of match what last year's team did in that historic season? No, I don't think that we can, but I don't think that we have to. I think yeah. that we can, um, we can contend with teams doing what we do this year, and, you know, we'll be just as good. I mean, not, we won't be as good as last year, but we'll be pretty good. Thank you, Ian. And, yeah, that's a good team and, a, and an easy team to like and fun to watch. And, and this is – these two wins are huge because uh, come Selection Sunday, yes. you know, say you and I doesn't win the Missouri Valley Tournament, you know, say they finish runner-up or they don't win it, they're going to look at their resume and see a win over Iowa State, a win over North Carolina. They easily could get an at-large bid come, come March. They've beaten two yeah. top five teams. How often does that happen? Paul is in Ankeny as we switch over to football and the Hawkeyes in the Rose Bowl in less than Ooh. two weeks. Uh, Paul, what do you think about the matchup with Stanford? Um, I think it's going to be a good game. I say Iowa 34, 
Stanford 20. I just wanted to ask what your predictions are and wanted to say uh, it was great to see Iowa hold off Drake and you and I to beat Iowa State. Go Hawks. All right, thank you, Paul. I, I don't have a prediction yet. I haven't looked at the matchup. I'm going to hold enough. off till next week because next week, but right before we go to the game. Yeah, John, you had an unbelievable season of predictions, so I'm going to be keeping an eye on uh, your predictions okay. for this game. But this, uh, on the surface to me, seems like a pretty good matchup for Iowa and certainly a game Iowa's capable of winning and uh, something Hayden Fry never did. Yeah. Kirk Ferentz win the, wins this Rose Bowl, and, and many people will start the conversation that he could be considered the greatest Hawkeye football coach of all time. I said it a couple weeks ago. You could easily make that argument now without even winning this game. But uh, it's going to come down to Hawkeye shutting down Christian McCaffrey. But believe it or not, Stanford's defense. Sorry to interrupt, John. Wait, what, what does it, on the does it right look now? like I'm covering myself up there? Did you get punched? I, I don't know. I think I say kick to the stones too much. I'm starting to worry about yeah, it. You're, you're, waiting well, for some, is, you're waiting for something. This is a come. photo shoot. Why am, why, do, why am I covered up like that? And I think you are too. That, is that, just, that just makes me the default position. <laughs> what is co- sound off doing to us? Cover the junk. I'm sorry. Back to your point on Stanford. <laughs> Uh, what I was saying was Stanford's defense, not great. Run defense, not great. I think I was going to run the ball on them. I do. All right, well, Kinnick Stadium uh, was far from empty this season, but attendance was down and not just during snowstorms. Oh. Face-off is next. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. Let's do Naz it. Naz Mitru Long announced this week he will miss the rest of the season and seek a medical redshirt because of bad hips. Right. How big of a loss is Long for ISU? I think it's more significant than some people think. Naz bailed out some ISU deficits the past few seasons. Cyclones also lose depth and leadership. However, if Matt Thomas and others step up and Deontay Burton realizes his potential, Iowa State should still feel all goals remain possible. Yeah. Need more effort early, though. He hit some big shots, too, these past he did. couple He's years. been a little bit of a defensive liability on those hips, yeah. but uh, if he's back healthy next year, it'll all be worth it. Iowa State football has eight wins in three years, and attendance was up 8% this season. That's one of the highest jumps in the country. How do you explain fans piling into Jack Trice despite not having any success in the win column? Well, the stadium renovation plays a part in the spike. So does marketing. Ticket discounts help. But mostly it says ISU has created a game day party not dependent on winning. It's an event. Now, if ISU starts winning, look out. And they probably need to start winning soon. You would think. On the flip side, Iowa's season attendance was down 6% in a year they set all kinds of records, including a perfect 12-0 regular season. Kinnick Stadium used to always sell out. Always. How do you explain the Hawkeye fan attendance? A team goes 12-0 and and attendance goes down on the surface. That makes no sense. But, John, we learned many people decided to not buy season tickets based on what those fans felt was a stuck football program with an unattractive schedule and even when Iowa started winning thousands of seats stayed empty most Saturdays this is why you never want to risk losing a customer they learn to do without still I'll bet attendance jumps back up next year I agree yep t-minus 12 days till the Rose Bowl kicks off how cool is it that the USS Iowa will host a Hawkeye rally on the front of the battleship on New Year's Eve this is a fantastic idea My wife and I just toured the USS Midway in San Diego and had a great time, really awe-inspiring. I think Hawkeye fans will take over that ship. Take over might be the wrong word. They'll be all (laughs) over that ship. 
and, and we should be live on that ship. We're going to be right on the front of that battleship. Okay, am I the only one getting Star Wars fatigue? I mean, I enjoyed the movies when I was a kid, but it seems like the coverage of this new film is a little overblown. I'm right, right? Nice try, it'll be wrong. These movies make many of us feel like a kid again. And to my relief, the new Star Wars is really good. It's fun, nostalgic and fresh, both. I'll give it an A minus. I'll give it a rest. Enough. I watched you and I defeat both ISU and North Carolina. Two great wins. Wash pun was fantastic. Why neither opponent tried to trap or double him and make him give up the ball dumbfounded me. He dominated both games. He did. That is an email from Dan in Carroll. All right, 60 seconds sound off. We'll get one thought, move to the next person. We begin with our friend Cheezer in Beaverdale. Cheezer, oh, what, what do you think, Cheezer? Cheezer? Um, uh, I, uh, I, uh -oh. um, all right, Cheezer, we're going to have to move on. Uh, First Grant, time I've ever heard Cheezer not be able to talk. I know. We usually can't get him to stop. Uh, Grant in Sherman Hill. Hi, Grant. You guys forgot about the great Christmas classic, The Gremlins. <sighs> the Gremlins. Oh. That is a Christmas movie. Nice call, That Grant. would be on the list. Nicely done. Well done. Danny is in Marshalltown. Hey, let's talk about David Johnson and his career night tonight. Let's do I'm it. Sure he had still, 229 sure like total yards. Nuts, What's that? I think he tried to get a jab in there on something. But, yeah, David, how good is David Johnson in the pros? He was fantastic, and we're about to see more of him here in a few seconds. But let's try to get one more call from Des Moines. M-U-K-Y, Mookie. Andy and Jennifer and Dan, I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Cheezer. Wait, I thought Cheezer. Cheezer, he's on more than He's on every line. line. What's going on, Cheezer? We're back next week right before we leave. Right before we leave for Pasadena. You know, sound off and then... We leave. We can just go right from here to the airport. We leave you with a sound off send off. Former UNI Panther and Clinton High star David Johnson going beast mode. Panthers. David Johnson cuts it back. Oh, and is able to slip away from everybody. And look at this run. David Johnson ran through the entire Eagle defense. All the way. Touchdown. To the end zone. Yeah, the officials confirmed.